Dear Ann Landers, my husband Dear and I Abby, are in shock. I'm extremely upset. My son got married in Dear Ann Landers, I'm very happy to hear that his wife is working out of a woman here at She thinks way too much of herself. She had to get married. Dear Pod. Never had a past life reader. Was that something you went to specifically no. to get your past I, life read? How does that benefit me? All I can think of is that. Oh movie. yeah, you were super great. What do you do now? I'm, like, <laughs> I'm an actor. Oh, you were well, Joan you were... of Arc, but now. <laughs> I guess you're just. You what, you're a bartender. Oh, good. Exactly. Looking at your past lives, what if they were better than your current life? Well, they always they never say like, oh yes, you were. You were a fall down drunk. Yes. You died you... of syphilis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You worked in the engine room of Titanic. So, <laughs> I would want to... Did I make it out? No, of course not. You cannot tell me that I would not be in steerage I in mean, the Titanic. It's always like, you were a serf, and then you married a prince, and then you're like, oh. My okay. God, I'm amazing. Yeah, you once wrestled a dinosaur. I lived in the Ming Dynasty? What? Huh? Okay. It's amazing. That's it's. One I was of my, on Dynasty. One of my absolute favorite movies is Defending Your Life. Oh yes, Albert. Bro- one of my favorite movies, like classic vintage Streep, but it's when they go to the past lives pavilion, and Shirley MacLaine pops up. Have you seen this movie? Mm-hmm. A long, long, a long time. time. Go, go back and watch it. It holds up beautifully. I like him very much. I love Shirley MacLaine, too. So they well, go yeah. to the Past Lives Pavilion, and Shirley MacLaine pops up, and she's like, welcome to the Past Lives Pavilion. <laughs> and I thought that was funny, but it's more that I heard a woman in the background go, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I don't have huge aspirations. I just want to be that woman Which in the one? movie. Oh. The oh, my God. I'll oh. be Shirley MacLaine if it happens, but my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's Shirley MacLaine. 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 Um, are you going to stop by a little show called Chicago with Pamela Anderson? From what I hear, the beat on the street is that she's great. How could she not be? She's basically- She is that person. <clears throat> I watched Tommy and uh, Pam, Pamela and Tommy, whatever that oh, show Oh, on is. Hulu? And you're like, wow, that, that fucking sucked. Did it really? Wait, the show sucked. No, or like the what experience? happened to Pamela Anderson? What happened to her? I don't really know the. Ba- I didn't so watch like, this. Oh, so uh, it's not like the greatest thing, but it it highlights, you know. So here's a rock and roller, and then here's like the queen of Baywatch, who obviously everyone knows started off in Home Improvement, then moved to Baywatch. Rest wow, you know the whole timeline. So um, she, then someone stole their sex tape. At the very least, we can now look back and say, can somebody appreciate that a sex tape was on VHS? It was not easy. No. There's, you know there's a store in New Hampshire that's still selling VHS tapes? And God bless them. I hope they never go out of business. It's like that final blockbuster. I love that documentary. I, oh, my God. I loved it. And it made me nostalgic. There was a place in my hometown called Video Horizons. And it was always a big thing that you knew when those movies were going to come out. It's like, oh, my God, Ghostbusters is at Video Horizons. And you'd have to get there, like, early and hope that you got that before it went out on the weekend. Because there's only three of them. Absolutely. You had a very limited way that you could view it. And you were always bummed when you went there and you were like, you just saw the little 
you know, the little placeholder mm-hmm. that says that's where it should be. That's where Ghostbusters should be. Baby boom. You know? I do. Oh, I miss that. I miss the simpler time, Patty. I want to go back to the video stores. I agree. My phone is blowing up crazy style. Why? Who's calling you? My entire family. Were they like, hey, Patty, what's up? Um, Yeah, something like that. Do you read? Are you a reader? No, God. Okay. I can barely read a pamphlet at this point. I just bought, Um, I didn't just buy, but I purchased Molly Shannon's book. Oh, now Hello, see, Molly. I'll download that on Audible. Totally. Yeah. That's worth it. It's a quick little read. Um, And she's so awesome. And then I bought Harvey Firestein's book. Now that I would not listen to. I could uh, not listen to that on Audible. If I listened to that on Audible, I would have as many like- Speeding tickets. Like, yeah. I'd, I, my throat would be dry. I would need like- Maybe like a sucrat every now I'd be now doing and again. a lot of smacking. I'm, <clears throat> um, um, you yeah, know? some like honey and like lemon. And, yeah, yeah and some like tea. a hot rinse. I'd be like, and then oh as I went God. down to the theater. Nope, I nope. Like it's hard to even. Sometimes I was watching him in hairspray, and I think I'd seen it like twice in one week or something. And at one point, I was like, I have to clear my own throat, or I have to like not listen to him because it was so. <laughs> I just keep writing. Just write. That's but all you have to so do. But he's so fucking funny. I know, but uh, I know. But and it sounds like he swallowed amazing. a cheese grater, and it's very unnerving. <laughs> it's funny that you said the read thing because, you know, I was putting together the TED Talk stuff. Sure. And there's a, you know, you want to f- sound smart in a TED. There's something about a TED Talk where you're like, step it up, y'all. Don't be dumb. Don't, don't tell Don't tell a fart joke right now. Oh, Not shit. the place. <laughs> I put the F in TED. And there's, there's something Fat? that I wanted to talk about, which is this phenomenon about pilots. It's basically, when you see my TED Talk, it will totally make sense. Mm -hmm. But as I'm pitching my whole TED Talk and I'm going through it with all the TED people, there's like seven people on this conference call. TED 1, TED 2, TED 3. TED 3, TED 4, TED Nugent, Mm -hmm. TED Danson. Mm -hmm. TED Bundy. (laughs) All the best TEDs were there. (laughs) And uh, I was trying to explain this phenomenon that I heard about, which is how when pilots fly as they're landing, they need to look at the horizon because if they were to look down at the ground, the plane unintentionally pitches downwards. That makes sense. You're going in the direction of the thing you're focusing on. So, But as I'm saying it to them, and I'm just wanting to sound smart because I'm suddenly in a room of TED, right? And you're a pilot. Like they don't know what they've already signed up for. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have asked me to do this, TED, if you thought that I was Bill Gates giving mm-hmm. this talk. But I was just like, I read about a phenomenon and uh, who am I kidding? I heard it on a podcast. I can't read. I <laughs> I can barely read my name at this point. I have the attention span of a a gnat. I don't read books. I read pamphlets. I read pamphlets. That's what, really With what pictures. I said. I read flyers. I don't even read a menu. Even the pamphlets seem like they're too much. You ever go to the doctor's office and it's like Zeljans and I'm like, already it's this is too many letters. Why is the font three? <laughs> Like, this is too much. Yeah, already, no. In italics, I can't. I can't. I have no attention span for reading. Whenever I fly, I read an Us magazine. I have to get that. There are certain things I do when I fly. And whenever I do, I have to get a coffee and a trashy magazine. Us, um, Life and Style, you know, the crappy ones. And right. even that is mostly pictures. 
And on a two and a half hour flight, I'm like, I'm slowly making my way through this life and style magazine. <laughs> it's got 20 whole pages on it, you guys. And most of these, this is like a pop-up book and it is taking me forever to get through it. See, I, I pace myself out by the time I get to the staple. That's when I, <laughs> <laughs> that's the second hour. When of I the get flight. to that point where the postcard falls out that they still want me to fill out and give back to them so that I can get a subscription to this thing, which who has one of those? <laughs> that's when I order my third drink. Oh, I'm so excited to be flying again. I'm going to fly twice in one month. That's amazing. I know. I'm going places. Are you going to wear a mask? We don't have to on the flights now, right? I don't trust anybody. (sighs) I know. Again, listen. We're all disgusting. Yes. So I might just, like, I'm going to probably still wear the mask on the fucking subway. At this point, I just want to put a bag over my head, but that has nothing to do with the virus. Right. No, I get it. You should put a bag on your head now. <laughs> Let's do it right now. If I had something, to, let me let me put it on. There mm. it is. Oh, that's a great bag. Thanks, man. You look so much better. Oh, it's couture. Uh, couture. It's this is it's couture. <laughs> it's prattle. It's prattle. This is a Prada bag, and a goosey. Dolce, <laughs> Dolce and Gabbana. <laughs> you know. It's Hanna Barbera. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i love that bag who is that raymore flanagan <laughs> oh see i like shit like marks that. and spencer mm-hmm. i once had a louis vuitton that was fake and it, if you looked at it it said louis vuitton the v was a w oh i like that i know why buy why buy a label why exactly and why buy something so fucking expensive i don't understand it i don't understand it because you have I, to wear that thing constantly well to make it worthwhile Mm -hmm. but yet it's that special thing that you only take out for special occasions what is the point of that i don't know the older i get the more i'm like no that doesn't make any sense maybe that's my excuse for not being rich at this point but i've gotten more compliments on target dresses than i have on anything i was about to say label but i really i genuinely i don't have any labels (laughs) i get more compliments on a jacket that i bought on ebay that was sold at in sears in 1960-something, then I have anything that is of any value or relevance to today. Absolutely. And don't you feel like you get more of an endorphin rush when you find that weird thing on eBay? Yes. I get way more pleasure out of a weird vintage antique find. I found a Sub Pop shirt the other day that I got, and I was like, ooh, my my grungy 1999 girl in me loves this shirt, the one that listens to Sarah McLaughlin, but then transitions over to Eddie Vedder to Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, I felt that same way when Mariah Carey's um, uh, shop opened and it actually sold one item that was actually worth a damn. Which was? It's a new shirt, but yet made retro style. Okay. So like an old like ACDC Aerosmith type thing, uh-huh. but it, it's a Mariah shirt. It'll, it's shipped and should be arriving soon. I'll oh, this it. is a new purchase. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. I mean, I normally get like the Christmas shirts because the other ones, I, I my friend who knows her and works with her, I anytime he sends me something, I'm like, who does her merchandise? He's like, I don't know. They're fucking terrible. I'm like, yeah, they're fucking terrible. What would happen if you accidentally got a job? As Mariah Carey's assistant. Everyone has told me never to do that. Because it, it's like, don't meet your heroes? Yeah. It would ruin her for you? Yeah. If you could work for one celebrity doing Sandra what you Bullock, do now. I think. What? Again. 
you seem to have this well thought out. You don't need a career counselor. You need Sandra, Sandra Bullock, Bullock or Jennifer Aniston. I think it could. I think it'd be very easy. Like accessible stars that are not seeming to be fussy. That and um, yeah. I, I mean, I kind of like their. You can kind of their vibe. Yeah. They're single. Why Sandra Bullock? What's she been up to? Is that why you want her? Because she's not really busy right now? <laughs> yeah. I don't really want to like, be so busy. You know, since she was in that that football movie, she's kind of like petered out. She yeah. just did that other one with uh, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum does movies? Uh-huh. Not Magic Mike movies? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you ever know that I had to make a video for him? For what? Is this a roasting video? No. Magic Mike has been made into a live show. Correct. And I went in for it a few years ago. Because they thought you were a boy. Because they were like, you have the pecs of a young 13-year-old Timothy Chalamet. (laughs) We would like to take you from (laughs) zero to hero. You have the delicate body type of a young Benedict Cumberbatch. You look just like M. Night Shyamalan. (laughs) We need you in Magic Mike Live. (laughs) So this was like, I mean... God. We want to turn you from a caterpillar to a butterfly. <laughs> uh, go the other way around, could you? Because uh, I'm really cold. <laughs> I'd be the only butterfly that comes out of my little I don't chrysalis. really like colors so much. I'm not into colors. I'm really sort of into blacks, whites, and grays. And I like for something to swaddle me and keep me warm. <laughs> Let's go reverse. Okay, great. From butterfly to caterpillar. Uh, yeah, like I'd say about five, four, four, five years ago. So they're putting together the Magic Mike live show. Which is basically just a bachelorette party, yeah, apropos of last yep. episode. Um, but they were looking for a female MC, like a comic MC. I got it. And uh, I went in for it. I had a great audition. Great. Did you get it? I was robbed. No. Hmm. I don't. And I think it was going to be. St- I know that there's a London company now. Was it just here? Yeah, it was going to be here and in Vegas. That was what it was. So it would be opening the Vegas show. And so I was called back for it. It was like me and four other women were called back for it. But to do it, we had to make a video because Channing Tatum couldn't make it to the final callbacks or whatever over Mm -hmm. to our side. So basically, I had to make a video for Channing Tatum. Mm. So Channing's seen me. Mm. He's seen seen my work. I I saw him through the lens. I could play it for you at some point. It's still in my Vimeo. It's it's funny. I thought. Good. No, good god i was good channing tatum i was robbed yeah christ with arms <laughs> channing tatum is the new christ with arms so if you're ever pissed about something just yell channing tatum question for you have you ever been out for dinner hypothetically oh, already i'm gonna say no and you sit down next to someone who i think their point of their conversation with their guest is to be heard by you yes ha the answer is Yes, I have. And they was... talk abnormally loud for the sake of the people around them. And like kind of throw things out like gangbang. <laughs> uh like or like or like twenty million. Deep fisting. Twenty million. Like twenty million. Like vice president. If I'm not vice president in like nine years, then you know, fuck off. Things like that. And uh-huh. I'm just, Marcus and I are sitting there and it's almost as if you can't have a conversation because No, because it's shrill. It, it's like it like it's like a it's like a samurai sword through your eyes, mm-hmm. like kind of like from this from your temple, out the other side. Yes, it slices through you, Kill Bill style. So it's like, so what are you gonna have for dinner? 
20 million. Yeah. So are you going to have the CEO? Yeah. Like constantly. Gucci bags. Uh huh. Literally. Literally. I know exactly. Or like someone walks by, like, oh, you're not going to walk by and not say hello to me. I'm like, what the fuck is happening? It's like, it's like you're trapped on someone's talk show and you can't turn the station. It's like somebody is king shit mayor of Yum Yum Bangkok mm-hmm. and you cannot order <laughs> your pad thai yes. over the, the shrill, loud, everybody pay attention to me voice. Yeah. I know go. exactly what you're talking about. And we were just waiting for them to leave. And by the time they left, I was so like... Drained. I was exhausted. Yeah. It's unreal. And now it's also even worse because all like capacity is back in New York. Mm-hmm. So when you get seated at a two-person table, God help you. God I mean, how you. many asses have grazed my face when someone tries to get into the seat directly to my side? Oh, pardon me. What? Oh, <laughs> honest to God. What's the um, the Chinese food place that's on uh, olives or? Olive Garden? Olive Gar- uh, is, I think it's a classic Chinese food place, right? Olive Garden? Ollie's. Ollie's, there it is. There's a Chinese food place called Ollie's in Manhattan. Very yep. busy area, huge restaurant. Tables two inches apart from each other. And turn I'm and burn, at Ollie's. Turn and burn. And a girl comes in with a backpack and tries to sidewind her way into her seat. Backpack and ass graze my face while I am literally eating. People are inside you. You should have wiped your mouth on her ass. <laughs> Wait, 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 don't go. Sorry, peanut sauce. <laughs> it's really oh, good, no. though. It's no, fun. it's on your butt. Oh, it's lovely, lovely. Lovely to be out again. She gets attacked by a dog on the way out. It must have been the peanut sauce. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, my God, sorry. Deserved it. Instant karma. So this was when you went out to dinner with Marcus the other night? Yeah. So by the time he, he was gone, and was he there for the most of your dinner? All of it. Oh, no. Now- I have gotten to a point recently where, now I'm sure this was a busy restaurant and you couldn't easily move your table. No. Right? Uh, but where was I? With with Jules. We sat down at a place and then this annoying family sat next to us. <laughs> I literally went, absolutely not. And I got up and I walked away and I went to a different table. I went somewhere else. Sometimes I don't want to be do around. That. You have to. You. That's called self-preservation. I apologize, people who have children. I'm not spending a fortune to eat. To suffer through your child. But I also, like, when I was a kid, we never went out to dinner. You were I don't think that my ate. family ever... <laughs> lucky if we got scraps thrown at us. I feel like we were 18 when my mother started being like, all right, you're old enough to go out to dinner with the family now. Because I just... we, we It was just something we didn't do. You had a family of 500, too. Yes, we don't go out for dinner. Did you ever... As a family, oh, that no, would be a nightmare so. for a, a server to see your family walk in. I don't think so. How many kids? Eight. Oh, absolutely not. Welcome to Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast. I'm your host, Kid Rock. And I'm Maureen Stapleton. Oh, a perfect combination today. Because we're coming to you from the Maha'a bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it? Yeah. No, 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 no,
Madeline Kahn. <laughs> Madeline Kahn. It's that one big one where she goes, yes! Oh, I love her so much. But you'll be saying yes to us because this week, like all weeks, we're bringing you the advice articles of Ann Landis and Dear Abby. We're lining them up and we're telling them, no, 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 yes. And we're reading their articles. Damn it. That's what we do this week and all weeks because you know what? Here's an extra special episode week because it is our three-year anniversary. Yay! We've been doing this for three years, damn it bringing you quality comedy content week after week. So, in exchange for three years' worth of quality comedy... Content that's quality and comedia, follow us on your social medias, at Dear Pod Official, on your Insta, your Twitter, your Face. Please, dear God, go to our website, dearpodofficial.com, and look at every lost, sexy episode just waiting there for you to chew. Email us, dearpodofficial at gmail.com with your advice, questions, and we will attempt to answer them on the air every week. Three years, damn it. Three years worth of... Oh, my God, I'm spitting. I'm so excited. I'm just so excited. She's a spitter. I'm a spitter. Get ready. Uh, That's nothing to write home about. No, Uh, YouTube page, uh, Dear Pod Official. And finally, and the most important of all, of course, the Patreon page, patreon.com slash Official, where for a mere 3 or $5 a month, you can keep us in action for another three years worth of quality comedy content. And you'll get extra special tidbits in your inbox every week, like happy birthdays, like, like bedtime stories like poems Madonna's bedtime Maybe you wrote stories? a poem we gotta get that back out there again yeah sure madonna's bedtime stories why not madonna at this point looks like a kid's drawing of an alien i don't i can't even, i'm worried i'm worried about i'm not her. worried she's fine you think no talk about handlers would you like to be madonna's absolutely not you would not want to see what's going on in that house no i would do it for like a week like how do you say you're nuts. Come se dice, you're nuts? Y- yeah. Like, It's no. pretty amazing. Here's the best part about her. Fun fact, she's 153 years yeah. old. But thanks to some good witches and some vampires up north, we have found a way to preserve her forever. We have pickled Madonna. <laughs> we have put so much filler in her. She is never going to decompose. Never. Never. never ever. I mean, at what age do we get to care less, is my question. I don't know. Because she's legitimately what? 70? 65? She You're not supposed to look like that at that age. I don't know. We've, we've lost the thread somewhere along the way, people. And I think we need to start deflating Madonna. And we need to let her be herself. She's also a gajillionaire. Like, I, you know, I want to be like Richard Simmons. I want to make my mint, and then I want to disappear. I want to wear a tank top of Deglo colors and the shortest shorts where my balls just hang out. Absolutely. And the thing is, you're a millionaire. You don't care. You you can deal a meal. Retreat into my house where my maid can hold me hostage Mm -hmm. and somebody can do a podcast about me years later. I'm going to sweat until the oldies until, you know, I die. And then Sean Hayes can play me in a biopic. That's the goal of all of it. So that's our goal. (laughs) <laughs> patreon.com slash official <laughs> basically if you can just pay for like half a syringe of filler that'd be lovely that's fine i'll take what i can get you know so it's our three-year anniversary today three years i've been looking toddler at your three. face for three years that's a toddler 
It is a toddler. We have a toddler. Ew, and we don't like kids. No. Oh, we're still changing diapers. Yes. How do you feel three years in? I feel like a toddler. Do you feel better? Do you feel like you're still shitting your pants? I do. I do. We should go back and listen to our original. So we're not doing a look back episode this week. Don't look back. Don't look back. Just let's let's look forward instead. Like Katy Perry says, never look back. Never look back. As her breasts shoot out t-shirts into her audience. Yeah. That's what I love about her confetti cannon Oh, boobs. I love her. Love the Perry. She's just a ray of light. Just a ray of yeah. sunshine. A ray of something. So, cream. yeah, we're having a three-year anniversary show, but we're not. We're choosing not to do a look back. A, because um, because we need something different. We haven't done a grab bag in a long time. And, and that's what today's topic is. Today is a grab bag, but also, like, we're giving Jules a break. We're letting him wander outside of his cage for a little bit, and... He's earned it. Yes, so he has. it's it's a very labor intensive thing to do a look back. And I think that we're coming up on two hundred episodes too. So it's uh maybe we'll get a look back episode for that. I don't know. He's the producer, not me. That's correct. I'm the face, you know, I'm the beauty of the beast. Oh. Okay. Yes. Okay. Oh. Uh your facial hair is looking very good today, by the Thank way. Thank you. It's manicured. That's very of course it is. Is anything on you not manicured? Yes. Have you ever, like, let yourself go? You never look not manicured. No, why would I do that? Exactly. Everything is just so. Your apartment is always in, like, perfect order. There's nothing... Well, if I know you're like, coming over, I'm not going to have my house like... Well, but you shit. didn't know I was going to come over that day when I had to do makeup in your sink. Well, my... No, I don't like to live in chaos. But, I mean... Do you ever just like leave some dishes in the sink? No. <laughs> Why would I do We're that? We're Felix and Oscar. Do you ever have a day where you don't make your bed? No. First thing you do in the morning. Is this because of the frat house? Is this no. where, where did this start? When you were a kid? Your neat and tidiness? Uh, I think I read it somewhere like the first thing you should do when you get up is make your bed so at least you've accomplished one thing so then also you never get back into your bed. Well, it's hard to do it when Jules is still asleep in it because he is a French aristocrat that likes to stay in bed until 10 o'clock. Well, do what I do to Jenny. Make the bed with her in it if she refuses to get up. (laughs) Oh, do you really? Oh, She's been, my little girlfriend Jenny has been taken to me at night. So I will wake up and her head will be like right next to mine. I'm like <gasps> on the pillow. I'm like, was it good for you? <laughs> was she ever smoking a cigarette? Sometimes were... she's like, do you have an ashtray? Jenny, how did you roll that blunt? You don't have thumbs. <laughs> you were much better last night, but this is good. This is good. I like it when you spoon me in the morning, Jenny. Yeah. The claws are a bit much. That's fine. my ass will never be the same. True. Oh, I love that. Jenny, now, are you ever going to have a day when we do a two-show day that you'll bring her out here? I was going to bring her out today. But oh, my I, God. But I Bring didn't. her out. We'll figure it out. We'll have a play date. Yes, 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 yes. Littles, the littles need to be sociable. They'll they'll intimidate her at first, but then they'll chill out. They're nude, too. They just had their hair done. Oh, so I like they're, that. they're so naked. Oh, they're so... They just run around all naked. The good people at Dogue put a tiara on my dog. Oh. I know. It's a lovely time to be alive. You know what's kind of funny, though, is I didn't... This is not scripted. Oh, my God. A my non-scripted f- segue? Yes, into the first article about naked. Then 
what are we waiting for, nudity? Do it. This is from Newsday Suffolk Edition, Melville, New York, January 27th, 1984. Dear Abby. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Wrong article. Oh my God, I've never watched someone have a stroke before, but that was scary. I'm sorry. This is from the Ottawa Citizen, Ottawa Citizen, Canada, January 27th, 1971. People are naked in Canada. Dear Abby, my wife and I are having my wife and I are having a mild disagreement over a subject we can never discuss in your column. We agree to abide by your suggestions if you print this. Please, no names. We have two children, an adopted daughter, eleven, and a son of our own, nine. They have separate bedrooms, but they frequently undress in front of each other, uh, take take baths together, etc. No. There is never anything that appears unhealthy. In other words, from that standpoint of sex, they ignore it. I think that is perfectly all right. My wife takes the opposite point of view and says we should insist that they do not see each other undressed. What is your feeling? If you agree with my wife, would you answer... (laughs) Would your answer be different if the daughter were not adopted? Signed, Pro and Con. Dear Pro... As long as children are not self-conscious about their bodies, don't make an issue of it. If you suggest that they hide, they may become unduly curious or get the idea that nudity is wrong or dirty. As your daughter matures, she will acquire modesty without being told. Whether they are blood relatives or not makes no difference. Flowers in the attic! Flowers in the attic! I am a little traumatized just by reading it. I'm a little traumatized by her answer. Um, Absolutely not! And I don't know if I have a, an Irish Catholic reaction to this, and I know I have friends who are the nudes. In the nudes. And, wait, what are the ages of the kids again, does it say? Nine and 11. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. Don't you, what? No. Did you ever? Well, you, again, ages are very different. But, like, me and my brother are three years apart. There's no, and I know adopted, what adopted, not adopted, they're still living in the same house as brother and sister. We would never. Eh, I Absolutely not. Was 1,000% neat. I don't know if that was the Panera chips, but something really came up. It was probably memories. It was memories of childhood. No way. Have you ever seen your parents naked? No! I wouldn't be sitting here in front of you if I saw that. I would have actually, I would have like imploded. I'd be a red smudge on a chair somewhere. I've seen your mom naked. Well, that's different. It's that video. You have, it's the Pam and Tommy video. Yeah, I stole their savings. <laughs> that's a lot of work. <laughs> but it was on like a reel to reel. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a lot of work to figure out what's you on that no thing. You have no idea. I had, to, I had to go on eBay and get one of those reel to reel players. This was the most and- expensive burglaries I've ever had. <laughs> has cost me more <laughs> than I've gotten out of it. I, I, I have never walked in on parents changing. No. I have never walked in on my brother changing. I would, I would actually take my eyeballs out of my head and throw them across the room. And now they're in like the habit of doing that. They're too, they're also, it's not like they're two and one. I know um, people that are very comfortable with their brother and sister in, nope. a, in a way where you're like, um, I'm not comfortable. I don't know what. With your comfort. This is, are you really? I don't, are you guys dating? I don't feel right. Are you, I don't, 
I was in the soup. Like I that feels like it's an episode of Friends. I think it was an episode of Friends where what? they were like one the guy was way too comfortable with his sister and they like roughhoused like they were dating. Mm. It's, it's it was a I'm making my way through the Friends catalog. I forget where it I was. I think you're correct. Yeah. Somebody was dating him like I can't remember, but But I, it was in there. It's a vague it's, recollection. But then when you live it, you're like Oh, that's not a story. That's a thing. Do you think it was a little flowers in the attic-y? No, I just think it's like someone that's just like, yeah, so like we just... Um, We're just close like that. Yeah, we've always just been really... And like, I don't even understand what you're saying. Nope, nope, it's nope. Like you're vaporizing in front of me. Nope, nope. Hit me with your wet article. All right, let's see what I got in the grab bag, because I picked them out and then I completely... Fr- okay. Oh, here's a good one for you. Are you ready? I'm always <gasps> ready. This one comes from the Daily Oklahoman. Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. April 8th, 1973. Is God a Mormon Republican? Wyoming reader asks. Dear Adlanders, is it true that God is a Mormon, a Republican, and does not approve of long hair on males? What? We were informed of these facts last evening when we, when we called on our new neighbors. My husband asked where they got such ideas and was told, It's all right there in the Bible. Otherwise, these people seem very pleasant, very sensible, and quite pleasant. Please, Anne, check this out with someone who might know. They sounded mighty convincing. Signed, open-minded in Wyoming. The first line of this answer fills me with complete delight. Ready? Yes. Dear OP in Wyoming, I checked with my good friend, Lenore Romney, whose husband George is an elder in the Mormon church. She tells me that God has no political preferences. He looks with equal favor on both of Utah's senators, Wallace Bennett, a Republican, and Frank Moss, a Democrat. Moreover, Mrs. Romney pointed out that the first counselor to the president of the Mormon church is N. Eldon Tanner, a Democrat. As for God being against long hair, I doubt it, judging from the pictures of his son. P.S. May I suggest, if you want to maintain a pleasant relationship with your neighbors, that you discuss something other than politics and religion? There's always crabgrass. Ayan! Is God a Mormon? Is God a Republican? According to some people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It depends on who you ask. Yes. Again, this, I, I, just, I just love the, uh, the idea Obviously, God is a woman. God is white. God is, you know. God has a real specific look. He's got long hair, white mm-hmm. robes. Which is also strange because that, that's the opposite of what a Republican would like. A long-haired hippie wearing oh, a robe. Oh, wait a minute. Somebody in white robes? Think about this for a second. Right. <laughs> and God is a Mormon. Now, I do not know the Mormon religion. Are you familiar with it because... Yes, I am. Okay. What exactly... Do the, is, is he still a practicing Mormon or no? No. Okay. No. He's a fallen Mormon. He's a fallen but Mormon. But do they believe in God specifically? The only thing I know about Mormons is the, the shit with the multi-wives and living in caves. Well, that's different. Yeah. That's, and and reality TV. That's, yeah, that's... And the Duggars or something. That's a different, I mean, that's Type a whole of different... Mormon. Right. Do Mormons believe in God? Yes, they believe okay. in God. They, uh, don't believe. I don't think they believe in saints. Uh-huh. Um, and they believe in like the celestial kingdom, where you'll, you know, if you follow the rules of Mormonism, then you'll see each other again in the hereafter. Yep. 
Do you believe you'll see somebody in the hereafter? I don't think so. You think when it's done, it that's it, lights out? Probably. Oh, it's so depressing. I'd love to be surprised, though, that when I die <laughs> and I see my dog, Teddy, that would be my favorite <gasps> Oh, thing. see, that's what I'm saying. I didn't tell I love you, those but... cartoons when they're like, he's been waiting for you. I... Why do you do that? I literally got a chill. I Oh, my God. It was like a New York Times cartoon when the, the guy's at the gates of heaven and there's like, he's been talking about, or like, he's been waiting for you. He's been talking about you for years or whatever. Oh, I love that. My God, I've never seen that. Yes. This is a weird thing. So speaking of the fact that you and I like to go to psychics and mediums and yes. stuff like that, uh, my yeah, sister-in-law has a friend who is a psychic medium, but she's never like, I don't think she's ever gone to her for a proper reading. She just gets messages sometimes. Mm-hmm. And on a rare occasion, we'll call her up and say, hey, this just happened and I got this message and I'm passing it along to you. So, which makes me feel like this is a legitimate thing, you know, mm-hmm. because she's not asking her for money. She's not like grifting or something like that. She does this for, I think, a live. No, no, I don't know if she does it for a living. I don't know. I have to get the details on that. But all this is to say is that she called her up recently and said, um, I saw so-and-so in in a in a they came to me in like a vision and they told me to say this to you and this is a weird thing but there was a small fuzzy white dog with them and i don't know who that is that's oliver the nugget that's our say dog. what she was like a small fuzzy white dog don't know the connection she didn't know anything about it she didn't have an agenda with this why would you pluck that out of the ether there's a small fuzzy white dog that's the nug he came through so he's over there and he's waiting for me i should go (laughs) (laughs) you should go right now (laughs) i have to go walk into traffic (laughs) i believe they're over there i have to believe that i feel like then why get up and out of bed in the morning you know don't I I haven't for a couple years, but can you imagine? Oh, lights out and Teddy's just waiting for you. Yes, I can. See, you do believe. I believe in life after love, and that's just. <laughs> then give me another article. Um. So the oh, here's the here's the thing. It's like so you're little Bobby. Well, Rex has been going on and on about you for the last fifty years. <gasps> And there he is. Is it a far side? I don't know. Oh, oh it's like a New Yorker cartoon. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I love, I love that. that. Isn't that amazing? Oh, that's adorable. And he's just so happy. Oh, God. We're not dead inside, Patty. Uh, maybe. Can you it, believe it at one point I was a cat person? Okay. We need to keep going. Okay, this move This is on. the Ogden Standard Examiner, Ogden, Utah, August 22nd, the Utah. 1967. Dear Abby. I was out at my father's car the other day when I saw a paperback book on the floor, face down. I picked it up without looking at it at the front and started reading it. It was filthy. Yeah. I was doing an errand for my father at the time. I went back into the house as if nothing happened. Abby, I can't look at my father. Should I tell my mother? I've tried to reason with myself, but it doesn't work. What should I do? You are the only one I can turn to. Please answer soon as I've worried myself nearly sick. Signed, Worried Girl. Worried Girl, Worried Girl. You're the only one I can turn to. I have literally no friends. And, and well, 
Hence Worried Girl. Yeah. But if, if I were a superhero, that would be my name. Worried Girl. Yeah, I'd have a big W. I'm just going to worry them to death. And instead oh. of flying, I'd just go, uh, You'd never make it off the steps. I'm going <laughs> to Really? I'm going to hurt myself. Oh. Dear Worried, you don't say how old you are, but from your handwriting, I would guess your age is to be about 12 or 13. Shade. First, I write like a 12-year-old. <laughs> first, let me explain that just because you judge a book to be filthy doesn't necessarily mean that it is. Even the Supreme Court cannot agree on that. By some standards, parts of the Bible can be considered filthy. Don't tell your mother. Don't hate your father. And remember that just as one swallow doesn't make a summer, oh. neither does one book reflect one's moral standards or literary taste. I'm going to say that she picked that just... <laughs> A little tongue-in-cheek. To shame her, also. Well, oh, just because one swallow? Listen, bitch. Well, oh, yes, 100%. And for the record, it's amazing, my monkey mind, that as soon as you said swallow, the rest of the article went out of my head. Yes. Everything that, like, sure. sometimes you'll talk and I'll make mental notes of like, oh, that, 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 and that. And then you said swallow, and my monkey mind was like, wipe it out and make fun of the word swallow. Because <laughs> I'm five years old. Swallow. She knew what the fuck she was doing. Of course she did. She's Abby, damn it. Swallow. Have we learned nothing after three years of reading her filth? Reading her swallow. Listen, swallow. Wait, who? Huh? Wait. She's like, I own that entire Joan Collins catalog. Is it Joan? Judy? It's one of the Collins. Jackie Collins. Jackie, Judy? What is wrong with you? John Collins? I don't remember. We had a whole Tom episode Collins. about it. And if you're not going back and listening to every last episode, then I can't help you, damn it. But here's how I can help you. I can help you with one final article of this, the three-year anniversary episode. Yes. Are you ready for your fourth grab bag? Yes, ma'am. This one comes from the Daily World, Opelousas, Louisiana, February 8th, 1970. Opelousa. Louisiana. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. To wear or not to wear? Dear Ann Landers, the braless fat is getting to be a bore. I've read dozens of comments by so-called authorities. Of course they are all men. In my opinion, no one is an authority unless he has had some first-hand <laughs> experience. So please tell those big mouths <laughs> that unless they have worn a bra to shut up because their comments don't count. And now may I have your opinion, Anne? Is it a good fat or a bad one? Are Maine. you a good witch? Are you a good witch or do you live in Maine? Dear Maine, in my opinion, only two things should be considered. And you can take that statement any way you want. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. Do you feel more comfortable without a bra? Do you look better without a bra? While many women can answer yes to the first question, I know of very few who can answer yes to the second. Ay-yun! I look better without a bra. Why? Because I'm built like a 13-year-old boy. Why don't you get a bra like um, like in the 50s or 60s, like the Marilyn Monroe like, like rocket bra? proper cup? No, like one that looks like you are harboring the cone heads. Absolutely. It would be like if I were laying down on a beach, you could yeah. play ring toss. Sandcastles. Yes, yeah. little pyramids. Yeah. Not mm. ice castles, sandcastles. I have like a super duper padded bra that I had to buy for something. I don't know what it was. Like we need you to look like a woman. <laughs> Maybe that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Aaron, this is awkward. We 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 want we want to book you for this commercial, but what can you do to make yourself look like a God? What's the word? A woman. 
Hmm. We're thinking less Annie and more like Annie Oakley. Oh, okay. Or Annie, are you okay? <laughs> Anything Which other than little. Nobody has Annie. seen Annie. Are you okay? We don't know exactly no. what she looked like. Uh, but when you wear like a wicked padded bra, I, I, I am not meant to have boobs in this world. Okay. Even just wearing the padded bra, I was like, this is a sham. Well, it is a sham. It is. It's supposed to be a sham. And yeah. I'm like two feet under the cup. Uh-huh. There's a big gap between where where how these companies make a cup and where I begin. Okay. But it's funny. Of all the surgeries I've ever wanted to have, and I want to have a lot. That's not one of them. Never. Ever. I have never wanted that. Mm. Much to my Jules's disappointment, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure of it. Just I mean, to say, no. show me them slappies! Motorboat uh, me, you, <laughs> you finally motorboat say Motorboat yourself, okay? Yeah. I bought you a motorboat, so we don't have to do this. I would rather do that. Yeah, I've never, never wanted for anything. Like that? Yeah, no. Yeah, like that. Oh, believe me, I want... Pull me, slap me, call me Sally. Oh, wow. I don't want Brazilian butt implants, too. I think I don't want to make myself any bigger. Do you know there are male enhancements? Like, there's, like, uh, there's underwear, so it gives you, like, a bigger butt. Oh, yeah. It's like a fake ass. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, what? There's also shirts that have, like, built-in padding. Oh, my just God. Just a little bit of, like, contouring. I'm like, are you people out of your fucking mind? They're just taking a playbook from our bras. As if, like, a homosexual isn't going to invest kick the tires before. <laughs> before like, he buys. I, look at your, can I see your abs? And you're like, oh, but I have to. And he's not going to, like, red flags won't go up when you start winning the pooing it when you're with him? You're right. You know? I don't know. I, I Now, I've heard about this. I know that these things... Because mm-hmm. I know women who have padded asses. I've actually done a show where they put me in a padded ass, which, I mean, don't, don't gild the lily. I actually do have, I got some back. I got booty. Okay. I think You tried to look at Jules and he's not there, but it's not, I'm not saying, I'm just, that I have an ass. It's either Jules or the dead guy. <laughs> Someone Oscar. has to help me. Oh my God. I, th- I smelled a cigarette the other day in the house and I'm convinced it's him. Maybe Izzy's taking up smoking. Maybe. And why do we smell lilac in the backyard? We don't have lilac back there. I don't know. Oscar loves mm. lilacs and Marlboro Reds. Hey. Hey. Do you want to call my mother? Not really. I mean, it's a three-year anniversary. Okay. What should we ask her specifically? Because this is a grab bag episode, so there's nothing. Has she ever seen her her parents naked? Oh, God. This is going to traumatize me. Okay. I don't think she's ever seen herself naked. Oh. Maybe we should start there. Let's start small. And now it's time for the mom report. It's time to call me and see what the weather is like where I'm standing. Patty, make the dee 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 noise. You're not the boss of me. But she is. A dee 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 For the third year in a row, it's time to call my mother. Time to call my mother and find out what the weather's like where she's standing and find out if she's ever seen anybody in her family naked. I'm going to get traumatized by this. Why did we latch on to that article? Hello. Well, hello. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? Hey, just guess. watching some old Sex in the City stuff. You dirty. Falling asleep as usual. Of course. Which, which season course. are you on? Uh, I have no idea. Aiden is in the picture, so it's it's oh. in there. So good season. Yeah, yeah. Was How season. was everybody today? This beautiful sunny day. Uh, we have some news. Do you know what today oh. is? Parents with child. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> you just broke my mother's brain, will you? Uh, it is our anniversary. Third year anniversary. Oh 
my god. You mean for the podcast? Yes. No, for our relationship. Well, congratulations. And kind of our relationship. <laughs> our relationship is only a little bit longer than the pod. So, yeah, we're yeah. celebrating today. It's three years. Oh, well, I'll, I'll shoot off a firework or two. That's wonderful. <laughs> congratulations. Have you been drinking? Did she hear you? Are you, are you what drunk? What was that? Are you drinking? Am I drunk? <laughs> no, I'm still... Uh, I'm still sick, actually. Choking and coughing here. She has had a nasty cold. It's not the COVID. I just have a cold. I just had a cold, but, she but like her I can't body get like rid crap. of it. Oh. And your father's outside, squirting off the house. No. Uh, he's been we've been uh-uh. scraping the pa- scraping the paint off the house because it needs to be painted. So I thought I'd help, and I was outside scraping and scraping, but he. I felt all this stuff on my head, and it was him above me, scraping up there, and all of his paint chips fell into my hair. So I said, I better go inside. I'm not good at this work. So uh, I came back in, and he's using the power washer now. You know how much fun those are. Yeah. We sure do. So he's he's power washing the sides of your your house. Yes, the the driveway side of the house to try to get all the loose paint off before he actually paints. So, uh... You know what well, happened every time thorough. I try to help. Yeah, yeah I know. I yeah. know. I followed up. So he usually tells me to go in the house. And that's what I do. I go in the house. <laughs> he says, go in the house. I'm busy squirting out here. Yeah. Yes, yes. I'm taking yeah, care of business alone. out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you see what happens when you try to help. I, 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 yeah. I, I, we've learned our lesson. You get <laughs> What happens when you try to help is that you get it in your hair. Yeah. Yes. All the time. Yes. And yeah. I. I've got, uh, no and I like the color of the paint, but it's all, it's all in my hand. It's like I got confetti. So I have to take a shower and wash this out. Confetti or and dandruff. It, let's be real. Yeah. Either or, yes. Um, Remember when we used to go to the football games in high school and they'd throw all this confetti? I loved coming home with all these little tiny pieces of colorful confetti in my hair. But, like, it was, it was wicked to get out. So <laughs> I... I never went to a game that... that had a confetti cannon. They did it not. You know, I used to be a patrol leader, and so I got into the high school games for free. But like, they all brought this tiny, tiny little. It was like uh, I don't know what they were, but pieces of tissue that were cut up into confetti in all colors, and it would you'd flip it up in the air and it would just take off. Well, and uh, that well, was my exciting life. Well, congratulations, yes. nerd. Yes. Um, yes. Now, Patty has a question for you, because this is uh, what we're doing is we're not doing a look back episode. We're doing a grab bag. So we just have articles that have nothing to do with anything specific. But Patty has a question for you based on the article that he just read. So, uh, oh, OK. So hit me. Uh, oh, oh, dear. Okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, there's an article that talks about children changing in front of them, in front of each other, like. Being comfortable you mean naked, changing clothes, just like being naked around your. Oh, good God! Yes, go so, on. So our question is: I asked Erin if she's ever seen her siblings naked. She Absolutely said, not. Now, have no. you? If if anything like that happened, it was a complete accident. Correct. But, uh, as but far not as a, I know, it's not a comfort no, I, thing. It's we not were, a. We were just a very modest group, and that's how I was brought up. I was brought up with six kids, and none of us ever saw each other disrobed. We were very modest. That's and all I, I just need brought to know. that into my own family. And uh, I don't know, is that good or bad? I, I guess. I mean, you know, I think I'm a, it's good. maybe I'm a little uptight, but. Uh, is it so bad? 
uptight, everything now, is all right. Now, Patty, have you... He, he grew seen, up in a house of eight kids, two parents. Did you see anybody naked at any given point? No. Isn't that amazing? Okay. You never walked so in on anybody. I think that's good. That's no. normal, in my opinion. I concur. Yeah. It would be yeah. a lot of, like, there's times when you accidentally almost walk in on somebody, and then the screaming starts. The scream, right. yes. If there's a, if there's, there's a, usually a shriek followed by, then I go, what is going on up there? <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's, I, I would think that's kind of like, Typical, That's frankly. like me in any public toilet, though. And I wore um, a jumpsuit the other day. And to, to go to the bathroom in a public toilet with the jumpsuit on means that you need oh, to God. take your clothes off entirely. Yes, and yes. Somebody, of course, jimmied the handle. And that's when I did the, someone's in here! Like that abnormal, who's <laughs> in here? Where it comes from your... Uh, <laughs> yes, yes. Go away! All right, know, so that was more of a, a direct answer than we thought that yes. we would get. Yeah, we appreciate the directness of that. No nudity. Yeah. No nudity. And I'm a little backstory. All for no me. nudity. Good. Coverage Thank is my my keyword. Coverage. <laughs> okay. Coverage is my jam, man. Yeah, you man. Still get it in your hair. Well, when you're done squirting off the house, what is the um the weather report? What can we expect? Oh, it's gorgeous out right now. Really. But I, you know what I have? Oh. I have something called Ennui. E N N U I. She has French boredom. Boredom. It's it's like I never even knew that existed, but your father brought up that word today and I said and I looked it up and it's like, "Oh my god, how depressing." It's like you're you're not really excited by anything. You're not you're almost it's it's boredom but to a new degree. Oh. And I thought, "Oh my god, because I'm sick I don't know if it's because I've been sick, but I'm dragging around here. Yeah. I don't have any energy. I don't have any interest to do anything. I don't want to go to the store. I don't even want to go shopping. <gasps> what is this? What is happening to me? Oh, je ne peux pas aller en oui. Oh, en oui. So I looked en it oui, up and I thought, joli. holy mackerel. I didn't even know such a condition existed. And you've got en oui. I uh, think I but do. But not on me. <laughs> Don't get your ennui on me. <laughs> ennui on me. Ennui on you. Ennui on you. <laughs> ennui yes. on you. Say so it I together. I something new today. Ennui. And as beautiful as it is outside... You don't, don't want to do like anything. Going out. You don't even want to go out there. Oh, I am sorry you're experiencing ennui. I have a feeling that that will shed off when you get rid of whatever your disgusting disease is that you've had for two weeks. Well, I sure hope so, because it's more than two weeks. It's like a month now. Oh, no, poor we. It's still in my head. Yeah, I know. But I, I don't know. Maybe something has to get me excited about something. Um, I don't know. Maybe you should see someone naked. Ah, <laughs> well, I'll come I get home to and visit. If I, I came to... home to visit, would that make you excited? Not really. Oh, no my offense. God. Well, thank you for joining well, us. Well, thank you for it calling. Be... It's been a wonderful conversation. <laughs> that is it. She's done. She's fired. She's made it to year three. Hope you like yeah. it. And now you yes. can, you and your ennui can go about your day go and be. Go ennui yourself. Ennui. I will. I will. Hey, it was great talking to you guys. I'm sorry. I didn't depress you, but whatever. <laughs> uh, misery loves company, you know. It so, sure uh, does. Yeah. Do you want to have a miserable day? And Aaron, 
I think you. Ask. No, no, he ran no, away because you said gone. ennui. You were so speaking it's, French it's and he was done. It's just the three of us. Well, congratulations on your anniversary. Thank you and very much. I'm happy to ride it in with you. So, uh, <laughs> have a great weekend, you guys. You okay, too. mother. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. On you, on we. So he's hosing off. What was he? Squirting off the house. He's squirting the house. She has no idea. No, not at all. Don't and, correct her. Let. And she got some honor. Have we not? Exactly. Well, let's not forget that I've made this into the joke about the weather porn. Yeah. 12 inches, 6 inches, all that. Squirting off the house. This is why you just, you pull the Teddy Ruxpin string and then you just let it ride. Squirting You just come along for the ride. And I got my hair. Got in my hair. Sent, sent her back in the house because she was more trouble than it was worth. Squirting. It's like, my, we. I wish that people could just see my face. As she's see, that's a thing. We, we need to really videotape the moth report again. We haven't done it since we did that live, the Facebook yeah. live. We should do a Facebook live again. That's fun. We had random people writing to us from Dubai. I mean, oh, I love Dubai. You know, now we're coming into our third year. It's like, how do we evolve? You know, we need to start. We start turn going, into what's a movie. our next step? We should turn it into a movie. Who's playing me? Pamela Anderson. Oh, who's playing you? Pamela Anderson. <laughs> if if she plays you, then Channing Tatum gets to play me. Okay. All right. Done and done. Done and dusted. You know what else Channing Tatum likes to do? Instagram mail. He likes to read. Instagram mail, Instagram mail. Look Pamela at my pecs, they're attached to this shirt. When I take this shirt off, then the pecs disappear. It's I know the I best said magic I was 12 act. inches, but I'm just a foot. Sorry what? for the false advertising of my crotch. 12 inches, I meant just one. Wouldn't it be great if you had pants that made you three times as long, like fake off pants? It's like then you take them off and then suddenly you're 5'1 again. You're like, yeah, stilts. They're called stilts. Oh, oh my God. I'm genius. I've created something that already exists. Yes. Oh, oh. oh poor Henri. So we have an Instagram mail question this week for our third anniversary. You can email us. Dearpodofficial at gmail.com or slide into our DMs at dearpodofficial on Instagram. Send us a question and we'll answer it on the air, Patty. Hit me. Dear Pod, I made the mistake of getting involved with a married man. Now I want to end it and he doesn't. He said he has plans to ask his wife for a divorce and said he can move in with me. This whole thing keeps going from bad to worse. He said I'll have to help him a little financially at first because he'll be paying alimony and child support. How do I stop this runaway train? Should I help him? Signed, Unmarried in Maryland. Dear Unmarried, Ah, the old, I plan on getting a divorce. The likelihood that this will happen is slim to none. Men are weak. Remember this. They are more afraid of their wives and the wrath that will be upon them that they will for sure never leave their marriage. This is a full-on ruse to keep you in a crap situation with a crap man inside his own crap situation. Get a clean slate going like Julia Roberts and sleeping with the enemy without all that stalking and murder at the end. Unless, of course, it comes to that. Abby. She had to flush the ring. She had to flush the ring. She couldn't just bring the ring with her. Yeah. Stupid. And throw it. Some, like, she, she went to all that trouble. She had a wig ready to go. And it was a nice cash. 
Learned how to and swim. And it was an all that jazz wig. It was a Cheetah Rivera looking thing. Yeah. Yeah, she was ready, but she flushed the ring. Dumb. Ridiculous. Like, Ridiculous. Like, why couldn't she just pawn it? She's going to need the money. I would have. Uh, yeah, 100. She thinks he could track it or something? I don't know. Flush the ring. Flush just... the ring. Stupid girl. Doesn't she watch Dateline? Oh, my God. No, because he didn't allow her to. Oh, that's right. Get sorry. ideas. Yeah. It's like me and serial killer shows. Sure. Oh, 121 ways to eat your lover. Mm. Yeah. Now that's a rom-com. That's a for great. Kate, what's her salmon nut? And, salmon and Garfunkel song. <laughs> salmon and Garfunkel. Oh my god! If I, <laughs> why isn't that at Hard Rock Cafe? That should be a dish. That should be in your town with Chuck. Oh my god! Yes, the Punville. Oh, something punny. What was? What did I? Salmon and Garfunkel. What is? What was the name of our? Our actual. Oh, I forget the name of our, our town, but basically Salmon and Garfunkel. That's a great fish restaurant. I'm going to go get some seafood at Salmon and Garfunkel. Music's kind of a downer. Yeah, but it's okay. because Hair and all the late. food. Yeah. Oh, my God, that chef is so <laughs> Jesus boring. Jesus Christ. <laughs> all right. Here's Anne's answer to Unmarried in Maryland. Dear Maryland, tell Freeloading Frank to take a hike. If he thinks you're his meal ticket out of his current life, let him know he needs to find another gravy train. Two-time and Timmy has been having his cake and eating it too. So now you tell him the bakery is closing and suddenly he wants to invest. God, there's a lot of analogies going on here, but you get the idea. I find it interesting that he's suddenly willing to cut and run when you decide to get up and go. I also find it interesting that he's making you the sugar mama in this scenario. What kind of crappy Wink Martindale game show is this? Not only do you win the man, let's see what's behind door number one. Oh, his mountains of legal debt and baggage from his double life. Ding, ding, ding. We have a wiener. To quote my best friend Cher, snap out of it. Not for nothing, honey. But you got yourself into this mess and you have to get yourself out. You're both reaping what you sow. Cut and run. Slam the door behind you and move to Mexico. Save the clock tower. No good can come of this. Good luck, you cheating Charlies, and happy living on the lamb. And it's always like, oh no, I promise I'll leave. Like that's always like, again, not to go back to Dateline, of course. But like he promised to leave his wife, they never do. Oh no! And then all of a sudden something happens, and then they kill their wife, and you're like, oh well, now I don't know. Where are <laughs> the stories of the people who got involved with a married person and then it ended differently? Do we have any of those? Do we have any happy relationships now that started out of that? Email us, dearbotofficial at gmail.com. Isn't that Brandy Granville and... Uh, uh, oh, you're right. Leanne yeah. Rhymes. So yeah. there you go. There's an example. Yeah. I needed something. So he it cheated... It turned out great for her. For Leanne and, uh, Rhymes. Right. And yeah. not for Brandy. Who but joke's nuts. on everybody because Brandy just put 500 syringes of filler in her face until she I looked mean. like Madonna. All right. It's time for specialty cocktails. Specialty drinks. Start squirting on the house. It's time to drink. She's taking squirts and (laughs) taking names. And some flowers in the attic. I'm going to talk to my brother while he's in the bathtub. Everybody squirt. Everybody squirt. 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 
you're squirting here. I uh, need you here. I need you to squirt here, but I need you to squirt here. But I need you to not squirt there because squirt. that kind of hurts my eyes. Everybody. All right. For our third year anniversary, this week's specialty cocktail is the Rhinot Celebrate. Ah. Rhinot. After three years of finding specialty cocktails on a weekly basis for all to enjoy, James Jules Ferris needs a glass of water and a place to lay down. All right, get ready for these ingredients. Are you ready for this shit? Oh, I'm ready for this fucking shit. Three quarters of an ounce of rye whiskey. Three quarters of an ounce of cognac. Three quarters of an ounce sweet vermouth. One to two dashes of Angostura bitters. One to two dashes of Peixos bitters. And one half ounce of Benedictine liqueur. For this, you want to combine the rye, the cognac, the vermouth, the bitters, and Benedictine in a mixing glass filled with ice, Stir, strain into an old-fashioned glass filled with ice, garnish with a cherry or a lemon twist, which we're doing a lemon twist today. Yeah. Yes. Here are the tasting notes. Holy crap. You guys, three years. We have been doing this nonsense for three years. You were with us during those rocky first 20 episodes. By mid-first year, we started to find our footing. Just as we started to hit our stride and get all cocky, we decided to do a live show. And then the world shut down. But you stayed with us. As Patty called in from Swingin' Hell's Kitchen, aww, and couldn't enjoy the weekly specialty cocktails with us in the Maha Tiki Lounge, you stuck with us. As the world got weirder and weirder, you guys hung in there with our little weekly comedy skit. And we can't thank you enough. Now it's time to celebrate with a drink that highlights all of the strange booze that I acquired during the pandemic. So let's use it and celebrate. If you know me, you know that I love my bourbon. But over the last five years, I have embraced the wonderful world of rye whiskey. And I am happy to put a spotlight on it during this month of celebration. So shake your bitters. Didn't think that said bitters. (laughs) <laughs> and toast the comedy stylings of Erin McGuire and Patrick O'Brien. Raise your glass, everyone. So raise your glass. Happy third anniversary to everyone in Deer Pond. Now go scratch. Well, that smells really good. It does. Citrusy. He did it again. It's it's very similar to the last one. And yet not similar at all. No, I like this one. You she's know a why? sipper, too. She's, I think I like this one because she's funky. There's a Funk. Maybe the glass isn't clean. Maybe. Maybe we should have squirted in here. I don't. Yeah. It's you know why it's the funk of I think Benedictine that makes you feel like you are having an adult cocktail, which yeah. is why I like Negronis. It has a bitterness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like when you were in your twenties, you'd never drink a bitter cocktail. It would never be your thing. It'd be sugary. You know. It would be blue Hawaiians. Uh, Alabama slammers. But there was always that, that one guy that's like, yeah, I'll do that. And then he's like smoking a cigar and you're like, what is wrong with you? You're pompous. And of course I was like, what's wrong with you? I'm going to date you. Yeah. You're so full of yourself. I can't yes. wait to get married. <laughs> <laughs> that's me. That's me 100%. You're ridiculous. Of course I'll sleep with you. <laughs> you're so full of yourself. I don't know how anybody can tolerate to be in the same room as you. Here is my phone number. <laughs> That's disgusting. It just took my panties off. <laughs> Why does anybody have the least bit of interest in you? Should I move in next week or are you busy? I mean, that's disgusting. I'm on the pill. <laughs> that's a 
such a pushover. Um, I did say to somebody the other day, I was like, I could, somebody, I walked by a, uh, a group of people chanting, which is never good. You know, you never know how that story's going to end. No. And you're like, oh God, what are they chanting? And it's always the, what do you want? Blah, 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 blah. What do you want from me? What do you want? I realized that I am such a pushover that uh, if my chant, here, here, here would be my chant. Ready? What do you want? Whatever you want. When do you want it? Is Tuesday okay? <laughs> I think we're done. This episode of Dear Pod is mixed and edited by Jim Ferris and is a property of Pineapple Ranch Productions. Happy anniversary, happy anniversary.